0: Doug Terrell, History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, the 9th of November, 2022. The news this morning is filled with analysis of yesterday's elections, and the results are still up in the air. Like several election cycles, the balance of power, and by extension, the concept of our country, is on a razor-thin margin. I say that because the two sides are not two views of the same thing, but two entirely different concepts of what America should be, a European socialist or a country unlike any other the world has known. The most frequent tweets this morning center on the Pennsylvania Senate race. It would appear that a slight majority of Pennsylvania's residents do not believe John Fetterman's health issues are pure speech and not cognitive. Not to mention his policy positions are insanely leftist. We could debate the entrance of Dr. Oz as just another celebrity who's trying to leverage their name into a political career. Either way, his positions would have been far to the right of Fetterman's. The race drew much attention on the national scene with a staggering $300 million spent on advertising. In a side note, during the 2020 election, $14.4 $14.4 billion was spent. Considering there were 257 million Americans of voting age and only about one-half managed to vote, that was roughly $11.20 per vote. Meanwhile, in Florida, Ron DeSantis won by an impressive margin. The serious analysis might be how he managed to turn a traditional blue state with a large immigrant and senior population into a solidly red state. I have repeatedly recited the mantra that humans are all human. There are basic features that are universal across races and societies. Groups today would like to frame the pre-Columbus Americans as some large, peaceful society that was at peace with each other and nature. A paradise that was ruined by Europeans. That, folks, is totally false. They were human and had all the basic features as such. While a general in the Army and 16 years before becoming president, Andrew Jackson leads U.S. volunteer troops in a battle against the Red Stick Creek Indians. Some of the Creeks had allied with the states, working towards assimilation, along with the Cherokee. The Creeks and Cherokee were at odds with each other in the first place. The situation was never native versus European, but who could help who in their own politics? From the earliest days when our two cultures met, the chess game began. As a generalization, the Indians should have never trusted Jackson. He will begin the forced immigration of much of the eastern Indians to the area now known as Oklahoma during his term in office. Dairyman and inventor Gail Borden was born in 1801. His primary invention was sweetened condensed milk, still marketed today under the Eagle Brand label. With the holiday cooking season approaching, stock up on your next trip to the store and look for Gale's signature on the can. The first design patent for a typeface is issued in 1842. Surveyors Mason and Dixon never extended their line to the Ohio River, yet the river is essentially the natural border between the non-slave north and the slave-dependent south. That practices in northern factories and the treatment of immigrants there was hardly more tolerant or benevolent than the South's treatment of slaves is rarely discussed. In 1851, Kentucky marshals crossed the river from Louisville, Kentucky to Jeffersonville, Indiana and abduct a minister believed to be engaged in helping slaves escape. Abduct might be a strong word as he had already served four years in a Kentucky prison for helping slaves, and due to the Fugitive Slave Law, the Indiana governor was obligated to help him take him back to face charges. The story of the Civil War was full of what-were-they-thinking moments. After the Battle of Antietam, where Commanding General George McClellan had failed to utilize his full forces against Lee, then allowed Lee to remove his army without challenge or pursuit, he was replaced by General Ambrose Burnside on this day in 1862. Burnside had commanded a section of the battle and struggled with that. The battle at Burnside Bridge is a moment all its own. He ordered troops to repeatedly attack a narrow bridge while Confederates held a position above the bridge with excellent firing position. Burnside got tunnel vision, focusing on the bridge and missing that the creek could have been easily forded by large numbers of troops a short distance away. Mary Travers was born in 1936. While still a toddler, her family moved to New York City, where she grew up in the city's folk music culture. She was still a teenager when she sang backup to Pete Seeger. In 1961 and for nine years, she was one-third of the trio, Peter, Paul, and Mary, which produced a string of hits. The older and less well-known Fogarty singer, Tom, was born in 1941. He was four years older than more well-known brother John. Tom began singing first and John sang backup. Over time, the roles changed. Credence Clearwater Revival was the third group for Tom. The two brothers had a love-hate relationship that contributed to the breakup of CCR. NASA launches Apollo 4 in 1967, an unmanned flight, the first for the mighty Saturn rocket. The flight was the first to use all three stages and the first to launch from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. The Billy Joel album, Piano Man, is released in 1973. Of the four singles to be released, only the title cut gains significant traction. Internet browser Firefox 1.0 is released. Firefox is a generally open-source web browser. It's still used, but suffers from a lack of funding to keep current that the Microsoft and Google versions have. That's history and comment for the ninth day of November, I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.